Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Live from Hollywood, California, this is So I Married a Movie Geek! Hello friends and fans, this is So I Married a Movie Geek. I am Chrissy McQueen, I am not the movie geek, I am the one who married the movie geek. Justin Winters, he is the movie geek extraordinaire. Liar, you're, you're, you're the movie geek. Oh, really, really? Yes. If it were all about Leonardo DiCaprio and, as of late, Ryan Gosling movies, then I would really have that market cornered. But, alas, it's not. It's Hello. mainstream stuff. That was hilarious. Yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> I, I have to say, this week's movies, not so mainstream. Um, well, not really, no. The older movie was... A the the film adaptation of one of the most mainstream TV series of all time. I mean, everybody knows what it is. So. Is that how it goes? Yeah. The end. You are entering a chasm of time and space. So, what were the two movies we watched? <laughs> Triangle. Okay. The lesser known of the two. Uh-huh. And Twilight Zone, the movie. Yes. Not to be confused with the Rod Sterling series or the 1980s reboot. The 1980s reboot? Yes. The TV series reboot? Correct. That was in the 80s, right? I'm not making that up. Um, I don't know. I wasn't a real big fan of... I don't remember seeing a lot of the reboot series. With good reason. Okay. So, you had never seen either of these movies before? Mm-hmm. Yes. Triangle. Triangle. Uh, should I give a very, very brief synopsis? I'm good at this now. I can give brief ones. It's about shapes. No, it's not. Or one shape. Triangle. Which is stupid. I, it, the only reason I could think of it's called that is because perhaps it has something to do with the Bermuda Triangle and weird things If happen. you were a shape, what shape would you be? Go. Trapezoid. What? Yeah. Yeah. Why that's, am I high-fiving you for that? Because that's the most badass shape. Yeah, it is. Like, if I had to be coming at you and I was a shape, I'd be like, I'm a trapezoid. Trapezoid. Okay. What would you be? I just said trapezoid. No, you said if I were coming at you. No, I high-fived you because we had the same answer. Oh. And I explained why. I thought it was just because my answer was awesome. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You're in a time loop that's lasting two two seconds. <laughs> You're not listening to anything I'm saying. That's probably true. Wow. Okay, so back to Triangle. Yes. The brief synopsis for this movie is... 2009 movie. That, 2009 movie. That never came out in theaters, I don't think, or at least... Oh, direct video Well, that's not... <laughs> I don't think it's representative of how good of a movie it is. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, these, these friends go on a little sailboat cruise together, and a big storm overtakes their boat, and they capsize... And they are forced to... What? Why are you laughing? It's, it's still brief. They're forced to board a ship. And it turns out the ship is a little weirder than they thought it would be. Strange things happen. Things are kind of out of sequence. Uh, there's a strong deja vu theme. And also a murder mystery going on at the same time. That's a pretty good synopsis. It's 
Not bad. I don't know if you sold it that well, but... I wasn't trying to sell it because I was afraid you'd get mad at me for telling too much. If I were trying to sell it, I'd really gone into it. Well, there's really going into it and just recounting the plot. From there's a hot girl and she wears <laughs> shorts and her hair is really wet. Hot. And then there's a hot guy. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be in the new Hunger Games movie. His name's Liam Hemsworth. Okay. Hemsworth. So, overall, what did you think of the movie? For a direct-to-video movie, it was very good. Okay. I was actually really into it. Remember Titanic 2 was direct-to-video, too. I do remember Titanic 2 was direct-to-video. <laughs> uh, I was into this movie not for special effects or acting. I was into it because I just really wanted to know the crux of it and how it was working and like how it is, was all falling into place and the sequence of time and stuff like that. Honestly, that was really why I was interested in this movie. Not because I was so compelled by the actors. Okay. Got it. And you? <laughs> this is like your... Chrissy's worst nightmare being caught in a time loop. Because <laughs> Chrissy is um, eternally caught in her own time loop of herself. I am. Yes. <laughs> if I have one criticism of Chrissy, it's that she has Just a way different kidding. time clock than everyone else. And no matter how many times you um, allude her to the fact that she has a different time clock, it doesn't matter. First of all, many people find that charming. <laughs> Second of all... <laughs> those time clock fetishes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, those look, time clock fetishes. Flavor Flav is really into me. She's moving extraordinarily slow. He's like, girl, you got your own clock. Here's my second question, though. Like, are you just saying that because I happen to be late to a lot of things? Oh, it, it's it's multi-layered. It's like inception layered. It's so deep. <laughs> you, well, like, you, I'm down in, like, the very inside <laughs> level, like, caught in a safe. And there's, like, cupcakes in the safe because Chrissy loves cupcakes. Wait, you have and to then there's like a, like a dead man dying. <laughs> a dead man dying? That's interesting. How does that happen? Redying. <laughs> He's falling off a skyscraper. You have to explain to me at least a little bit these layers because all I really know about my time issue is that I'm late a lot. But there's reasons. There's because if I know, I know, I know this I may know. be a problem with some ladies, but. If you say, Chrissy, you have 30 minutes till we have to be out the door and ready. <laughs> In Chrissy, you know, language, that means I have an hour. <laughs> it doesn't really. And I so just you, pack a lot into the you, last, like, 10 minutes. So you have to, like, give her different levels. You're like, okay, you have 30 minutes to actually do all the things you need to do, and then 45 minutes till we're actually out the door. <laughs> Do you know... Because Chrissy will say, I'm ready, and I'll be like, like, five minutes away ready or ten minutes away ready? My grandmother was notoriously late that my grandfather had to come up with the system for her, where when she said she was ready, he'd be like, are you ready, or are you... You need to break the cycle. Or are you... In conclusion, we need to break the cycle of... He he would ask her, are you ass in the car ready? And that that was like... Do they have like a Time Watchers Anonymous that we can take you to? So when I was a kid, my mom did that to me. I'd be like... All right, we can go. And she'd be like, are you ready or are you ass in the car ready? Pretty much. And I'd be like, you said ass. It's really frustrating. (laughs) Now you know what to do. So basically, Triangle is about this woman (laughs) 
who, through a chain of events, you find out that she is seemingly in a time loop of her own personal hell, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and she's responsible for a lot of people dying. I love this movie because, and I picked Twilight Zone the movie because A, Chrissy had seen it, and B, Triangle is like a longer Twilight Zone episode, it seems like. More graphic and violence, but basically, a lot of Twilight Zones have eerie, you know, plots like Triangle does. Another way to... Triangle is Groundhog Day if Phil Connors <laughs> kept, kept um, instead of starting over every new day, every, like, hour, a new a new Phil is dropped into the day, and they have to, like, kill each other and stuff. It's like multiplicity meets, meets Groundhog Day meets some murder story. Multiplicity meets Lord of the Flies. That means nothing to me. You've never read the book Lord of the Flies? Nope. There's a mo- couple movies, too. I know. Okay. I know it's supposed to be great. There's a lord of flies. But it... But... <laughs> yeah. Anytime you combine, like, time loops, being... My favorite movie being Back to the Future, one through three, two... You know, <laughs> two, they talk about the time loops. But this movie has time loops and, like, friggin' uh, murder mystery type what's going on. It really needed a wormhole. A wormhole. Yeah. It basically had a lot of wormholes. Like every wormhole ejected the the, the boat when everyone got killed. No, no, no. I'm talking like a sliders wormhole where it's like multicolored <laughs> and tie-dye. Jerry O'Connell's in it. Everyone on the boat <laughs> is Scott Bakula. <laughs> <laughs> but like they could go in a wormhole and end up in like an alternate universe ship. And, like, what happens if it didn't sink? Or I mean, that's really what they should have done with this, is Slider's Triangle. This was the third time I'd seen Triangle. And third time? Really? The third time. Oh, my God. I watched it for the... It didn't come out... I think it came out in 2009, but I'd, never, I'd heard about it, but never seen it. So I, I finally got it on Netflix, I think, this past summer. And I watched it, and Chrissy's mom came in <laughs> halfway through... And started watching it with me, with me, so I had to, like, give her, like, a five-minute synopsis of the first half of the movie, like, basically like Chrissy does. Yeah. And then she was totally hooked by me just telling her about that first half. She watched the second half with me, and at the end, she was like, what? And I was like, what? And, she, and then she had to leave, and then I watched it the next day again. I don't feel like there was a big what moment at the end. I think there's big what moments throughout the movie. Periodically, but not the end. I think it, yeah. By the way, it's easy to hook my mom into anything like this. Come on. Give her a movie with a ship and a murder mystery, and she's into it. She loves Murder on the Orient Express, which is about a train, and she also loves uh, The Last of Sheila. Triangle is much, much better better than The Last of Sheila. (laughs) I will go on record and say that now. But I'm serious. Give my mom some mode of transportation plus a murder mystery, and she's thrilled. Come on. Don't lower your mom's, um, you know, <laughs> pick up, pick some movies that Again, way. Murder on the Orient, Orient Express. Trust me. Rent this movie. Before we re- start, I start blowing my mind and talking about it with Chrissy. Even though she doesn't even remember this movie. I do. I was she, awake she, the whole time. No, you didn't remember it until like five minutes before we started. Oh, because I, I have a hard time remembering what I did like a day ago. I swear to God, I'm every week at my office. And they're like, what did you do this weekend? I'm like, I don't know. You're, you're in a time loop. 
Lee already knows this about me now. She's like, I'm going to ask you what you did this weekend. I'm going to come back in 10 minutes so you can actually think about it and remember. Because I know when I ask you, so how was your weekend and what did you do? You're not going to remember and you'll be like, it was great. Well, enough about Chrissy. Back to me. <laughs> I was, come on. I was responding to a prompt. I'm, I do. I, I must congratulate you publicly on the podcast by saying Chrissy got promoted or is getting promoted. It's coming soon. Promotion. <laughs> coming soon to a desk near you. And so, by you, I mean me. Congratulations. Well, that's very it kind. It was very, very um, long time coming. I love that he was thinking about what to say. He's like, well deserved. Nah. <laughs> I know. Long time coming. That's kind of noncommittal. Whatever. I'm your biggest fan. Shut your mouth. Oh. Um, Thank you. So, are there? Th- were you confused by the movie? I, well, yeah. But were you following it? I, I was following it. And it's not one of those movies where you can ask a question, and when Chrissy asks a question, she really wants it answered, and she totally like forgets that she's watching a movie. So I start to answer it, and then she's like, what happened? And I'm like, you asked the question. Well, this is one of those movies where it's like I am following it, and as I'm following it, I'm trying to figure out, A, what's already happened, and B, what's coming. And some of the time with this particular movie, I was successful. Uh, when somebody, the lead character is fighting somebody else, I, I remember tapping you and I was like, I, I bet you anything that is herself in some sort of time warp mirror image. And then I said, I don't know how it works yet, but I bet you that that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. And that, as it turns out, is exactly what was going on. And, and yet, even though I was able to pick up on that, and I picked up on a few other similar things like that. Like when the one girl keeps going, what's all this blood? What's all this blood? I'm like, that's her blood. She just hasn't died yet. I don't know how that works either, but it is. And it was. The worst period ever. Yo, gross. A time loop. Dude. A time loop of periods. So bad. <laughs> so bad. No. So little things like that. On the day that Aunt Flo was oh, heaviest, God. you're caught in a time loop. Gross, man. It's really bad. <laughs> and you have to use your minces to warn the next person after you on a mirror. No? The, no. Now you just crossed the line. When you when you came to writing things in the mirror in blood, but it was menses blood, like, that's it. Who I are mean, you? Come on. That's a viable fear. Like, if you're caught in a time loop and it's just one day, what if it's your worst day? Nobody the- writes in their menstrual blood on the mirror. I'm sorry. Get get a freaking lipstick tube out. I'm not acting. I'm not talking like it's like a new trend on the Today Show or something. <laughs> I'm just talking about the um, the scary possibility. Next on the Today Show, Meredith Vieira shows you how to write cryptic messages using a natural body source. Have you seen Triangle? Hey, Meredith Vieira is not on the show anymore. <laughs> Yeah, Chrissy, <laughs> you caught in the time loop of three years ago. <laughs> no, like three months ago. Three months ago? Yeah. She hasn't been gone that long. It was longer than that. I don't right? think so. Whatever. A long summer. So yeah, little things like that. I was pretty much able, um, if not to totally predict, uh, to kind of say, I bet you this is what's going on, even if I don't understand why. And what I didn't particularly love about this movie is that although I was completely right in my presumption of what was going on is that it didn't really explain how because that was my big thing it was like this is happening but I don't know how it's happening and then at the end they didn't really explain how it was happening well I think you have to kind of there's like 
you have to infer what's happening by the clues. You gotta be like uh, Tom Hanks in the Da Vinci Code, like paying attention to the clues. Paying attention is the operative. No, phrase. but be fair, I did infer what was happening. That's why you gotta watch it again and again. Ooh, then you're just in a layered time. It's like, <laughs> come on, we're talking about the Russian nesting dolls of of this movie, but. Here's the thing. You just said that. It, it, well, I mean, would you rather watch like Grown Ups again no. with Adam Sandler, or I would didn't you see it a first time, which is why I don't want to see it watch, a second. Would you rather watch a movie like this, where it's like a Twilight Zone with like a subtle mystery type sci-fi horror well, thing? Obviously, going? that's that's up my alley a little more. Would you Would you watch it again? Yeah. Okay. But here's my problem with it, and, and you still haven't really addressed this because you said, "Oh, it's it's kind of like a." A Da Vinci Code thing, you know, where you're trying to figure it out. Uh-huh. I did figure it out, and I figured it out very early on, but the mechanics of it were never explained. Okay. So we'll start the spoilers now. Number one, you should watch it if you haven't seen it. Triangle, 2009, read it, whatever. <laughs> Triangle. Well, because we can't really talk about the movie because... We're going to... Yeah, there's so... It's, again, layered and multifaceted. All right. We'll tell, me, tell me what happened. Like, what's the whole movie about? Okay, so the group of people, like I said, we've already established, their boat gets capsized and they're waiting for a ship to rescue them. They board this ship, and the lead character, who reminds me vaguely of Sarah Polly, is like, something is weird about this boat. I don't know what it is. I have a weird feeling that we shouldn't board, but they do. Then immediately... What does this have to do with your theory? This is recounting the plot again. I hate that earlier. You're like, you're not selling it. And now I'm trying to explain, and you're like, now you're just recounting the plot. Will you shush, please? Which I say with love. Okay. So, stop that. I, it's distracting me. He's holding up a stopwatch. This is stupid. Okay, so they board this boat, and she's like, you know what? We shouldn't board this boat. Something's weird. And she's right, because almost immediately thereafter, people start getting hurt. One of her friends uh, attacks her out of the blue, and it turns out he has this massive head wound in the back of his head, and you don't know what happened yet. Another friend gets shot in the stomach. You should read the audio friend, tape for the book. A third friend gets, like, shot in the head or the chest or something like that. Basically, everybody around her is dying, and then this person is chasing her and trying to hurt her, and she doesn't know why. And then as she's reaching the end of this adventure, it starts to compound and repeat upon itself because she looks over to the side of the ship, and she sees... A copy of herself and her friends reboarding the ship, thus indicating that the whole premise was about to repeat itself. Yet, this original copy that just lived through the whole torturous first event is still there. So it's like copy, and this happens ad nauseum. So copy after copy after copy of herself, you know, starts compounding on the ship, and each one's doing a different thing, like trying to figure out the mystery of how to either get off the ship or to prevent her friends from ever boarding in the first place the next time the story rewinds itself. Mm-hmm. She also has a son who's autistic on the side. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I think the whole movie is about the autistic son, pretty much. Did you think this was like his machination somehow? Yeah, it's totally, you know, what was it, that show where it's in the globe, the whole thing was a dream, whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> those tree blues. Uh, uh, What's it, how's it about the son? It's all about this woman who is caught in this vicious, vicious time loop, similar to how uh, Phil and Groundhog Day was caught in a day time loop of Groundhog Day. But she, like, when we watch the movie, it's not, we don't see any of the original her. Right. Like, the original, like, 
the beginning of her story was she took her kid to school. Supposedly. and then she, No, that's how it happened. Because... She took her kid to school and then she drove to the harbor and got on the boat. Because that's what the original version of her we don't see. The one that we get at the beginning of this movie is one of the copies. Because, and it took me like twice to notice this, in the middle of all this stuff on the boat, her keys are on the boat. So she had to have her keys. What, what happened at the very end of the movie didn't happen at the beginning because she had to get her keys onto the boat. She drove her car to the harbor. It didn't have the whole car crash didn't happen in the, in the original version. Oh, so she didn't take a cab in the original version. No, no. So the very first her that we are introduced you, you, to. You, do you think that she the original version she crashed her car and then somehow got her keys onto the boat? Well, yeah, I mean, even if you crash your car, your keys are a separate entity. You can still take them with you. I doubt. I doubt House that. keys are on their keychain too. I think originally she she did because she talks about it. I mean, she says she covers it up by the fact that she says her her kids at school. But I think the original her got her kids at school, drove to the harbor. Everything happened on the boat. She found out she was time looped, and then she the whole thing happened with the crash. And then the taxi guy, this is so... Nobody you, is understanding a word we're saying right now, by the way. The taxi guy was like the... What's the guy that rows the boat over to to when you're going to hell? You know the guy on the boat that trusts you over the river of fire? Moses? Moses! <laughs> wow. Your theology knowledge is really going... It's really deep. <laughs> Zeus? No. Anyway, Achilles. The the taxi driver was that guy that was taking her to hell, but she stopped and's like, "I need to go do this." And he's like, "I'm going to keep the meter running." She's like, "Okay," knowing that she wasn't going to come back. But wait a minute. So she's so she's caught in this vicious time loop of like it's like a a limbo of really really depressed things going on. I disagree with like you. Her, that the- her, she killed her kid. She, number one, her original version was was a bitch because she saw her copy saw her when she came back and she was slapping around her kid. That was the stuff they left out at like the beginning of the movie because you the whole time you've been like, what an asshole! She deserves to die oh, and yeah. never come back. But here's the thing: as opposed to luckily, her think, copy learns and's like, I'm that's I was an asshole right. then. Let me kill her. Listen, it, you're right in that it is a copy in the beginning, but it's the original kind of like, because there's like degrees of copies. It's like the original copy that we are watching. And I say this for two reasons. First of all, um, we, before we are introduced to any sort of time loop and we see her arrive at the harbor, she's obviously shaken up. She, the guy, um, Liam Hemsworth even says like, I asked her where her kid was and she took her like 10 seconds to fully like, Understand well, the, the be- question and say, yeah. "Oh, she's yeah. at school." I mean, the, the 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 one we see at the beginning is a copy yes. that has just gone through the whole car crash, car, car crash thing. Yes, she did go through the car. We crash. don't know how much memory she has of like the past loose, but she knows that there's some kind of deja vu going on, and it's not good. Right? No, but she obviously did go through the car crash. She just, you were like, "No, the first version that we're introduced to didn't go through the car crash. She drove her car to the." I'm harbor. not. Ta- I'm not. I'm talking about the original version that's not even shown in the movie. Oh, you think there is a back version? I think this is shown. Obviously, 
as you go as as we follow this copy from the beginning of the movie through, we see that this is not only her. She's been through it a couple times. She's been through it several several times because you see, you know, bodies like piled hey, up on the boat. You see like her. 35. You see her necklace has been dropped through that hole, and there's like a pile of necklaces. It's like a guys. You know what the best way to describe this dream is? I mean, this movie. It's like a bad dream. It's like a bad dream that you can't fully explain. And when you wake up, you remember. That's mostly. her. Yeah, it's her worst bad dream, and right. she has to live it over and over again. She's trying to close the loop of not letting people on the boat, but right. obviously, but obviously, can't. a loop is circular, and it just keeps going. Or it's triangular. Oh well. It's a triangle loop. A triangle loop. But honestly, that's what watching this movie and then now talking about it feels exactly like. It's like when you have a dream and it makes sense at the time, and sometimes if it's a bad dream, you're really trying to figure out your way out of it. Then you, when you first wake up from the bad dream, you remember most of it, and you're like, "Oh, that was a, I'm so glad that was a bad dream." And then the next morning, you can't remember any of it, like or very vague bits and pieces. Just like I was on a boat and I. It's like Chrissy every day. I watched this movie called Triangle, but I don't remember that much. Of Obviously, it. I remember it. I've been talking about it for the past 24 minutes. I'm just talking about your memory. Whatever. <laughs> were there any points where you're, when you were watching the movie, you would decipher that she's caught in this time loop where you're like, she needs to do something totally different than what she's doing? Yeah, I said, it was like, she, why doesn't she just jump off the boat? Rather than trying to either prevent everybody from killing each other or to well, kill she, everyone. Because at first she goes like... She jumps off the boat. What's that going to do? Swim away. Like, get back on the capsized boat and just wait for something else to happen. But the way that the way to restart it and get a chance at if trying to save, to die. save her kid is to kill everyone. Well, let them kill each other. What if they don't? Why was the the ship empty in the first place? That I don't know. And I found it interesting that the that the school marching band that came to, like, her rescue when she, you know, totally turned over her car in the crash had the same... <laughs> school marching band. No, it was. It was like a high school marching band. And but the it... drum had the same logo as the drum on the ship. Mm. Did you not notice that? No. Really? No. Yeah, it, it was all the same insignia. Whoa. And I, and I noticed, so, I was like, oh, it's like the people from the boat. So they're not, they're definitely not real. She's called in the limbo ghost world. Yeah, because it was all it was all the same insignia and the same logos as everything on the boat, except now in real life on like the road. Well, and then what was I going to say? What were we talking about before we talked about that? I don't know. You commented on my. Oh, company. there was nobody in the boat. Yeah. Well, if the original boat is called, they're a band is, practice. This is way before her. <laughs> she she showed up. If this original boat is caught in this time loop. Wouldn't you want to not be in the time loop with a boat anymore? You're like, I'm just going to, you know, pull a jack or not rose from t- t- Titanic and take this piece of the ship and try to float away. Right. Well, that's why I was like, why did not you just jump off and swim back to like the capsized boat and just wait for something different to happen? Like wait for something different to happen. Because it was already caught in like the motion of the waves. It was going fast. You're making that up. You have no idea she- what happened to the capsized boat. No, she kept watching it go. Remember, she would watch them get on, and then she'd run to the back of the boat, and she'd see the capsized boat going. Whoosh. Oh, that part I didn't see. I just saw her it always happened watching several them. times. No, I, I saw her always watching them get on the boat. So you you, you wanted her to be like Aquaman or something, and like <laughs> jump and catch up with or the boat, or just jump off the boat and like hang on the side. <laughs> what does that do? You're off the boat. <laughs> 
she's like hanging on to like uh, uh, some kind of what? siding siding down there saying is everyone dead up there yet no she's gonna have to wait to see like maybe they don't all die maybe something different happens how would you know because in every episode of this that she's had they all die what happens if they don't all die who knows because we've never been able to find out well that's why she's reading these notes there's all these notes that say you have to kill everyone to start over she's writing these notes to herself which is ludicrous ludicrous yeah like the rapper yes it's also jay-z we're gonna watch it again and and we're gonna look for more clues i wish we can we have like an xbox watching party though on netflix where other people watch it too and we can have a party and watch it on streaming why don't we just have a party with like actual people oh we could do that <laughs> Anybody and everybody who wants to come over and watch Triangle, the circular shape, please come over. Could we get some robots to come and watch <laughs> watch the movie with us and decipher the code? How about, how about we buy about 40 Teddy Ruxpins off eBay? Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> ah, I wanted one so badly. Never got one. When I got to college, my first year of UNC, this girl had a Teddy Ruxpin in her room, and I was, like, fascinated with it. It's pretty amazing. I was like, I want to take it to class. You never had one? Um, I can't... I think I may have had one when I was a little kid. Either that or my sister had one. But by the time I was at UNC, it was... Passe? Not passe. Vintage. Well, that's true. I was going to say, wait a minute. What? Not passe. You were in college at that point. <laughs> exactly. So... So basically, at the end of the movie, like I said, she's like, crap, I'm still in this friggin' time loop. Yeah, and that's it. Like, she hasn't figured it out yet, so it repeats itself again. The end. doesn't have a happy ending. It's very Twilight Zone that way. No, but that's just, even in the Twilight Zone, there's some sort of, like, denouement. Because Rod Sterling's voice comes up on, and he's like... Santa Claus Yeah, the never... seagull is the denouement. It's like, at the end. Seagull. He was motioning a seagull pretend flying across the bed, but using his hand. What survived being splattered under a windshield, so. No, I need more of like a Rod Sterling voice to come up out of the abyss and be like. Okay, for the party with our robots, I Chris will. Chris Kringle didn't know he was Santa Claus. But for now, he will forever be Holy the man crap. with the beard in the Chris, Twilight Zone. Chris Kingle called in a vicious time loop of Christmas, like, face to, like, work. Right. For his life, every day, until he becomes a vicious, angry Santa Claus. Well, there you go. That has to kill all the other Santa Clauses on the boat. That's an interesting take on oh it. Oh my gosh, Triangle 2 with Santa Claus. Oh my god. Will Tim Allen play the part again? No, Scott Bakula will play every role. <laughs> oh, dear. So what will be your final grade for Triangle? Uh, B minus. I would say B plus. Okay. And I think it gets better as you watch it more. All right. Or more enjoyable. I wish it would be on TV because then I don't want to watch like the whole freaking thing again. Like, if it were on TV, I'd be happy to tune in and be like, oh, Triangle, and like catch well, it again. Well, when we watch it, it's on our TV. You can just pretend that it's actually on TV, but we'll... Separate it into 15-minute chunks like you prefer. Who said I prefer 15-minute chunks? We'll get robots or Teddy Ruxpins to watch with us. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. We can get some Xbox nerds or whatever you were talking about earlier. Nerd! <laughs> Shall we move on to the second movie? Which was, if it was on Netflix Instant, I believe it would be like one of the top ten most 
Wait a minute, it's what? not on Netflix Instant? How did you find this huh? thing? It's not on Instant? No. How did you find this then? A friend loaned me a copy. Who loaned you a copy? Your mom. Shut up. Oh, because my mom knows how to make copies in movies. Next time your mom's over here, I'm going to be like, hey, Kathy, you want to watch Triangle again? She'll say, yes. She won't even remember what it was. You'll have to remind oh, her. Oh, I'll guarantee she know. No, she won't. Yes, she will. No, she won't. Oh. No, as soon as you start recounting the plot, she'll remember. But if you just say triangle, she'll be like, what? I swear to God, she won't. All right. Well, let's, while I'm calling her on the phone, let's talk about <laughs> why the fact that you knowingly love the Twilight Zone, the original series, you love watching the, uh, what do they have? The episodes? No. When do they actually play like Twilight Zones for like 24 hours a day? Oh, on holidays. Like when it's like Memorial Day or Labor Day or Columbus Day. Is it every holiday pretty much? Pretty much. And they do like, oh, he's calling my mom in the background, by the way. Uh, they do like these Twilight Zone marathons and usually it's on like TBS or maybe TNT or something like that. And it's just like, Back to back to back to back to back Twilight Zone all day long. So I always check the program guide and the info and like decide which ones are my favorites and record them. But enough about Chrissy. Back to me. I was filling the time while you were on the phone. I just realized it's way too late to call your mom. It is? Oh. Okay. Um, but okay. So you've never seen the 1983 film version of the Twilight Zone. Sure. Wait, 83? 83. My birth year. I know. That's exciting. Yes. So, you've never seen it. What did you think? Alright. I appreciate what they were trying to do. How about this? Okay. If anyone's ever seen it, they know it's broken up into parts. Yes. Quickly go through the parts and tell me. Or, what was your favorite to your least favorite at the bottom? That requires me remembering all the parts. You can't remember all the parts? We just watched this yesterday. No. Okay. I think my favorite one was... The what can you remember? Hopefully those were the ones he liked best, yeah. I assume. I think my favorite one was the Kick the Can one. It was the one that was directed by Spielberg. Okay. And, and it just kind of had a magical quality to it that, at the very least, was on par with the original episode that was based on from the 60s. I don't think it necessarily surpassed it, but at least equaled it. And like, oh, like this is this is awesome, and I have a good old timey feel. Okay, kick the can was your favorite. What was number two? Uh, the one with the kid Anthony. Was it Anthony? Was that his name or is it Andrew? Um, the kid, Anthony? the kid with the telepathic powers. Yes, who if he wished for something, it it came true, okay, no matter that, what. And that was he your, was like basically holding people hostage. That was your second favorite. Why? I've always been interested with telepathy and like, you know, especially creepy kids. So, you know, mix creepy kids and telepathy and I'm, I'm sold. I'm good. I'm good to go. So what was your third favorite? Um, does the prologue count? I don't really count the prologue. Okay. Although I like the prologue cause it's got Dan Aykroyd and Albert Brooks in it. Right. I don't think it's long enough to account for, we can talk about it, but. What was your third favorite, like, actually contained... I see it was, like, four episodes, pretty much. Not the one with John Lithgow. The other one. So, John Lithgow was your least favorite one? Probably. Holy crap. Wait. So, you liked Racist Guy, who got caught Yeah. In- yeah, that was my third. You're right. Racist Guy, who got caught in the Third Reich, and then eventually, like, in the Vietnam. S- 
And, and then raised us off. Yes. Okay. You want to hear how my view varies from you? Lithgow's number one. Lithgow's number one. Why? Because it's Lithgow. I love John Lithgow. I know, me too, but... No. I love John Lithgow. No, I know. <laughs> Were you a big Third Rock from the Sun fan? Yes. <laughs> Huge Harry and the Hendersons fan as well. Okay. There's also a couple movies that we're gonna have a, a Lithgow double feature sometime soon. Sure. I'm gonna blow you my with some blow your mind with some Lithgow you've never seen before. Blow my mind, man. Anyway, yeah. So it, that's your number one. His thing on the plane is my favorite. Okay. It's also a remake of the William Shatner right. actual with, with but, the, yeah with the monster on the wing. But I also like to um, think that maybe the monster on the wing is actually Harry, and he's just like, why did you? Oh Why did God. you send me back into the wilderness? See, now, if that had been the real version, I would have been thrilled. I'd have been like, this is awesome. Why? As opposed to like, is it over? But that scene where you made him go back, it made me cry. Womp womp. Number two was crazy kid that takes all these people hostage. Okay, so we have that in common. That's our number twos. I love that one. Yeah. Um, And I also love the fact that that woman, like... Pretty much submitted herself to a life of servitude to this kid at the end. Yeah, she's just like, sure. And you promise you'll always be with me? Yes. <laughs> They're going down the highway and he's turning everything into flowers. I'm like, this is like a Skittles commercial. Incidentally, I'm 27 and that woman was 27 going on 40. Like, that was like no 27-year-old I've ever known. Hey, if I, if I were to have a parent guardian, I'd have a hot parent guardian like her, I guess. But. Do you agree that in looks and in demeanor, she was not 27? She looked and acted much older. Maybe she's one of those actresses that looks and acts much older than she is. Come on. Was it Kathleen Quinn? I can't figure who the actress was. Anyway, okay. Three was, uh, Kick the Kid. Okay. <laughs> Just because I think it's so corny. Well, that's why I liked it. Yeah, you're all, like, schmaltzy and nostalgic about it. I right? do get schmaltzy. Have you seen Cocoon? When I was very young, and I remember liking it, but I haven't seen it since. Just thinking about Kick the Can, it was done much better a couple years later in Cocoon. Because <laughs> <laughs> basically, the aliens were responsible for making all these people feel young, and they took them up to space and all that stuff. Right, which is fabulous. Four was a uh, racist uh, old guy. Was because, like, he randomly ended up in situations where you're like, how? What? Why? Okay, you ready for a nugget of info that's going to blow your mind? Of course. Number one, the guy that played uh, the guy in the, that episode. The racist one, yeah. Yes. Jennifer Jason Lee's dad. Whoa. Number two, he died filming that movie. No, he did not. Yes. What? So, you remember... At the end, he was like in the racist South. He's in uh, Vietnam. Viet, Viet, so Vietnam, they added this portion that kind of because he was like an, an a hole, like yeah. the whole thing. And I guess they're like, hey, we got to like make him seem at least a little good for audiences. So apparently, and I'm not an expert on this. I've only like seen the video. Anyway, there was a scene where he. <clears throat> He's in Vietnam, but obviously whoever's looking at him thinks he's Vietnamese. Yes. And he gets shot at by the... By the Americans. The Americans. Well, apparently he, like, grabs these two kids that are, like, almost getting shot, and he, like, runs away and tries to save them. This was all left on the cutting room floor because they're filming this, 
illegally, these kids were there on set as children at night. There was, oh. it was, it was all a big mess. And a helicopter overhead, like there's like explosions or something, and the helicopter falls and lands on right on top of them, decapitates the guy and one of the kids, and then um, chops no. chops off the other kid's arm. No. Yes. And this is confirmed. This happened for sure. And there's video on YouTube. It's no, what, there's not. Why would I lie about this? It, and it was so that has to be a massive helicopter crash. Yes. No. For real? Should we stop it? So that happened. So we're back. Justin just showed me the news reel clip of what happened back then, and uh, wow. Yeah. That happened. It's scary. He wasn't kidding. Yeah. So. I, I'm almost uh, I'm almost at a loss for words, to be honest with you. Yeah. Because I've never heard anything about that. So. Yeah, that was 83. Obviously, I didn't know about this at the time when I was a kid. But later on, when I read about it and like, the trial and stuff. Because I think people were, like, I think they were eventually acquitted for manslaughter, but. Right, well, I would imagine they would accuse the director um, of negligence. Well, again, I'm not an expert, but I think he pretty much passed the buck on everyone else under him. Right, of course. Which is sad, especially since I like the director, John Landis. You've heard of John Landis, right? I've heard of him. Yeah, he did, uh... Well, you didn't see that. Did he ever work in this town again? Thriller. He did the Thriller music video. Well, oh, at first I thought it was the Pepsi commercial. That's I was probably, like, oh, well, that went well, too. That's probably what you know him best for. Because no, you haven't seen Animal House, have you? Pieces of it. No, you haven't. Pieces of it. Or American Werewolf in London? No. Okay. Anyway. I'm surprised this movie was even released, then, considering what was going on. Well, obviously they didn't release, or they didn't have anything from that scene there's no helicopter falling or anything no any close like to that but yeah it makes a very spooky film even spookier pretty much now i'm actually creeped out i wasn't creeped out before but now i am yeah i guess that's not only the fact that the 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 theme of that episode which is the only like original episode within the movie i mean it was just heavy-handed it and was it, heavy-handed then you add on top of this, like the tragedy and all that stuff. So. Is that why they had different directors for each vignette then? Because that accident happened? No. They had a different director for each vignette. Right. Is, but that's not why? Because that's like, not why. Oh, okay. No, they just wanted, uh, uh, I guess, was Spielberg the EP on this? I mean, not EP, but one of the producers. And he's like, I want to do, you know, a Twilight film. Each vignette has a different director. A Twilight film? That was popular back then? Twilight Zone. A kid, a kid. Here's what, like, I don't understand, though. I mean, I understand that it's a popular franchise, and to reboot any popular franchise is always tempting because it made a lot of money or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, the, I mean, have we learned nothing? The original episodes were so good, and all subsequent reboots have kind of sucked by comparison. Why the reboot it? Name. Just the name. That's it? That's all you need nowadays is the name. That's so sad. Well, didn't you... I sent you an email. Was it last week or the week before last? They're planning on doing another one. And they want Christopher Nolan to direct and Leo to be involved. Okay, well, that's different. That might be okay. Do you not read what I sent to you? I don't remember reading that one. 
You send me a lot. But I figured you'd have a filter for all the Leo emails. Well, yes, but... I need to put more Leo in all caps in the subject line. Leo, read this. Don't open it on your iPhone and then forget about it. Anyway, that was what they're dreaming would happen. That would be interesting if it did happen. It would, but I mean... I don't know if it would be like another vignette type film like this or just like a one film with a Twilight Zone theme or... I don't know. But I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't feel like I'm alone in saying that nothing compares... Nothing compares to the original series with Brad Sterling. Well, I'm under the impression that the best thing to happen to the to Twilight Zone brand since the original series is the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Oh, the ride. The ride. At Disneyland. Is it at Disneyland? California Adventure. I know it's on the East Coast, too, down in, like, MGM Studios at Disney World. Right. But it's also at California Adventure here in California. It is, and... It I can, love it. I almost fell out. I it's, remember it's you putting your small, hand on you're me. You're small. I am small. But, like, I, I you remember... You could have been caught in a vicious time loop of... Dying on the Twilight Tower. Well, because here's the thing about the lap bar. It's not like when you're in a roller coaster ride and you can adjust the lap bar to whatever your width is. Like, you're sitting in a row with four or five other people. And let's face it, this is America. And we're made for people who eat at the claim jumper. So, like, the bar... Not made for tall people because it hurts me. Right. But the bar can be, like, if you're sitting in a row with three other people who are significantly larger than you, the bar could be, like, much higher to accommodate them and, like, you have a big space between your belly and the bar and almost just kind of hanging out. And then So there's varying amounts of terror due to how fat you are? Pretty much. Like, the skinnier you are, the more terrifying it is. So you got to be... You're, <laughs> if you're really skinny, you're, like, going to fall out. But if you're really fat, it's just going to compress all your fat inwards. Or not even that. But like, they should, like... When they put people to sit on the ride, they should group them by how much they weigh. Like... <laughs> Small people go in this row, so you can have the lap bar at the same level. That's segregation. Here. That's segregation on the Twilight it's Tower. Safety. You had to hold me down. You literally held me down when we got to the top. I don't even know how I did that, since I was pretty much in pain throughout the whole thing. Well, since because I-, I was about to fly out and die. That's what happened. <laughs> that's I was how holding I was, on with that's one why I was hand. in pain? No, I was holding on with one hand, and when we lost gravity for a second, my whole ass, like, slid out of the seat, and you, like, literally took your sh- your hand on my shoulder and was like, <gasps> and, like, held me down in the seat. They should make a Rescue 911 reenactment episode after that. I could have died. You could have. Like I said, you could have been caught in a vicious time loop of Twilight... Of- Except because it's real life, so, there wouldn't have been a time loop. I would have just died, and it would have been very sad. I would have been sad. Especially since that's one of my favorite rides. I'm like, why? Are you kidding? Why did this happen? Not, oh, I lost my, my wife, but... I lost my wife. <laughs> <laughs> she dead. <laughs> In a freak toilet zone tower auto accident. I lost my wife. You give me another, I take her on the Twilight Tower. tower. <laughs> she she weighs a little more. She don't she don't fall out. <laughs> uh, I take duct tape, t- tape her to the ride. <laughs> she don't fly out. I make her wear a belt. I enjoy ride more, so I don't have to worry about her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's making me sound like I'm a wisp of a thing. I'm not that little, you guys. I don't, I'm afraid for anybody smaller than me who like goes on that ride. Just hurts my my knees are like compressed up into my jaw pretty much. I'm like this. Yeah, story of your life. I'm like though. having a baby on the ride pretty much. That's like you anywhere though. 
That's you walking down a parking structure with you burying your head down like lurch into your chest. You can't stand up straight in a parking structure. I mean, like, well, Which one would be more embarrassing? You flying off the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror ride because you're skinny and you fly out? Or me knocking myself out in a parking structure by hitting my head because I was actually standing up straight? I don't know. They're both kind of up there. Although... Mine has uh, no, more cachet with the anorexics. No, yours more. Yours is more spectacular, better, like, top of the news, what bleeds leads. Yeah. I'm just, like, at the bottom of the newscast, like, and this sorry and this soul. This guy. <laughs> he had a bad day. <laughs> Check out this funny YouTube video that's been circulating of this really tall guy entering a parking structure. Spoiler alert, he died from his injury, <laughs> his hilarious injuries. No, no, they show the whole thing and they'd be like, let's see that again. And they show it two or three times and it's like hard copy. So at the end they're like, we've just been given word that Justin Winters has reached critical condition in the hospital. On the next Inside Edition, rats inside a KFC. If I died in a really stupid fashion like that, I would hope that it would be seen on YouTube, but it'd cause a curse on everyone like the ring. Like, five days later. You see the parking lot structure. Over but you there. know that your family is going to be more interested in it because it's regarding you than anything. Do you want your family to be cursed from watching this? No. They're the only ones that will not be cursed. Oh, okay. And my my circle of friends on Facebook. <laughs> oh, my God. Your circle of Facebook friends. Wowzers. Oh, man. Good times. I'm going to watch from now on. Okay. I'm not going to hang my head like Lurch, apparently. It's funny to watch you do it, though, because I sometimes forget, like, why you're doing it, and then I see you talking into your chest, and I'm like, why? Oh, because he's too tall to, like, stamp straight in the parking structure. I need to protest. You hit your head on on the lamps in this apartment, the overhead lamps. I know. Someday I'm going to have a very tall... Vaulted ceiling apartment? Or house. house. Or one of those, like, mini houses. There's, like, 100 feet, but you have, like, the multi-levels. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm being green. Yeah, I'm being green. That's very exciting. Um, so, yeah, Twilight's on the movie. Yeah, yeah. Do you agree with me that the original is the best and all subsequent reboots just That's can't what I be said. Good? The original series, Twilight's own Tower of Terror. Right. Everything in the middle is kind of like gobbledygook. Yes, gobbledygook. But I hope if they do something soon that it returns to... Twilight Zone Tower of Terror status. They should redo it in black and white. If they're going to reboot it, put it in black and white. That's not going to happen. They should. That would be smart. 3D black and white? No, just black and white. 3D black and white with those seats that shake at the... No, make it like Christopher Nolan and Leonardo DiCaprio. And actually make it like seem period PC. Like give them 60s stuff to wear and make it black and white. Reboot it that way. That would never happen. That's the way they should do it. Never will happen. Well, they're stupid. <laughs> Somebody's to hire you to make these decisions. I need town. another promotion. If I was doing the decision making at Warner Brothers, we play kick the can. A game <laughs> I still don't understand. It'd be a three-hour movie. I'm about, trying to explain about that to kick me. the can. I still don't understand kick the can. There's a can, and everybody hides, and then like one person kicks it, and they go all out of the oxen free. All I got, and they all turn into kids from right. But the actual game of kick the can, like that's all I understand. Wait, that doesn't happen every time you play kick the can because I've played so many times. Um, 
Stop hating on it then. I'm not hating on it. I just wish they would have explained the, like how it works. What if one of the people playing the game had Alzheimer's and didn't remember how it works? Actors and actresses, please stop <laughs> and explain this kick the can thing to me. No, but the guy, the main guy. Go, go to kickthecan.com. Look the, it up on Wikipedia. The really, really jolly guy who's like, oh, sure you can. We're going to play kick the can. Who sounded like his delivery was Denise from Full House. Should have explained. That was Scatman Brothers, man. Scatman Brothers should have explained the concept to kick the can to the Alzheimer's patients among us. Was that Scatman? I think it was from uh, Shining. He was the guy. He was our favorite guy in The Shining. I think you're right. But his, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't his delivery totally Denise from Full House? Oh, sure you can. I don't know what you're talking about. Do you remember who Denise was? Was Denise Lisa Bonet? No, you're thinking Cosby. It was Michelle's friend, though. It was, like, her, Teddy, and, like, Denise. Okay, vaguely. I don't remember how she talked. Yeah, and she'd be like, oh, sure you can. And she'd be all smiling. Well, Kick the Can employed the oft-used magical African-American character. Sort of like uh, Green Mile. Or the golfing movie with Matt Damon and Will Smith. We'd be so dull about it. Oh my gosh. Like, that's how he was. He was so jolly. I liked him. And he, me too. He was my favorite part about Kick the Can. Why was he more jolly about explaining Kick the Can? I wanted to explain what what happened in The Shining. Like, he didn't see that coming? <laughs> come on. Yeah. Come on, man. It's your psychic or whatever. Let's go back a movie and explain that. You're Shining to explain that. Womp womp. Womp womp. Well, that, that was great. It was fun. Um, there's this Twitter thing, and we're on it. If you want to like follow us, if you don't, that's cool. Or if you want to be like, what the hell were the movies that you picked this week, and why? And we have better options for you, and they should be this. I got a recommendation tonight. I should tell you, a few good men and uh, the American president. That might have to wait till October because our next two weeks are it is diff- October. I mean, not October after October because we have. Our next two weekends lined up, and then our last weekend, we have to do Scary Movie Double Feature. Okay, fine. But then it's going to have to wait till the week after that, because guess what? That first week in November is my birthday, and that means I'm going to choose them. Okay, so you can't do American President in what you want? No, it's my birthday. I'm going to choose good stuff. Oh, no. Yep. And whatever I pick. Doesn't matter. I can't wait. Doesn't matter what I picked. In fact, just to flip this thing on its head, I may pick movies you've never seen, but I've seen. I didn't want to watch Center Stage. Didn't say it would be Center Stage. Ugh. I can't wait again. I'm so excited. All right. Well, see you next week. I'll I'll be here. I'm not going to see you during the week. I'll I'll meet you here. This is so I married a movie geek. Well, we're not going to be podcasting throughout the entire week. I'm just saying I'll meet you here next week. Same time, same place. Okay, I was making sure that it wasn't like, so see you next week. You were like, leave the apartment and walk out. And then I'm like, okay. <laughs> yes, I'm going to get caught in the time loop of being away from you. <laughs> He's going on the Tower of Terror. I'm going outside for a week. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Bye. Bye.